What's going on world? Thank you for watching and listening to another episode of Insightful Principles. Uh, within this content today, what I want to talk about is the looming retirement crisis. Uh, there are many families and households out there that aren't saving enough when it comes to retirement. And throughout this video, I'm going to break down some of the different variables of uh, what the issues are. And towards the end of the video, I'm going to talk about some current solutions that are being developed now. But when it comes to the retirement crisis in America, uh, it's a very prevalent issue when you think about uh, families and households not having any type of retirement accounts, whether it's 401ks or 403Bs or even a pension plan or even an IRA. Uh, you also have individuals out there with their pensions uh, being underfunded and not having uh, the money paid back that they're expected to get when it comes to uh, the end of their retirement. And I believe that the way the system is designed in our economy is Americans are very dependent on the programs that the government provides, whether it's Social Security, uh, Medicaid, uh, food stamps. And I'm not saying there's nothing wrong with none of those things. And they definitely do help Americans. But I think us um, as being self-sovereign individuals, uh, we have to take control into our own hands. And I believe that's why we have so many issues with a retirement uh, obstacles when it comes to people not having enough money down the line because uh, people aren't saving enough, uh, they're not contributing at all, and there's not enough empowerment uh, from our government for people uh, to feel encouraged to want to invest. So I'm going to talk about all of those different issues and, and some of the solutions towards the end of the video. Uh, if you all can continue to like, subscribe, and share this video, it's greatly appreciated. And of course, if you're listening on a podcast, uh, continue to rate, uh, leave a review, and share uh, with your family and friends. So uh, according to the uh, Census Bureau, uh, they mentioned how for the forecast of 2030, there will be more than 73 million people aged 65 and older, uh, which that comprises about 21% of the population. So there's going to be a lot more retirees in the next decade. You know, my fam my parents are baby boomers. So uh, come 2030, uh, there are going to be a lot of baby boomers that are going to be retiring, uh, which really stresses the need for why proper planning, uh, having uh, a good enough nest egg available is going to be uh, critical when it comes to uh, this change of our uh, demographics uh, with our generations when it comes to 2030. Now, the Center for the Retirement Research at Boston College, they estimate that about half of working age households are at risk. So meaning that they're struggling with 10% less of their income as they approach retirement. And another thing to keep in mind of why this is becoming uh, a big issue in the, in the future is because the life expectancy of men and women are going up. Uh, women are living until age 82 and men are living to 78. So, you know, 20 years ago, you know, people weren't living that long. So there really wasn't a need for having, you know, a sound retirement plan or having some IRA, IRAs and having different investments because people weren't living uh, at these ages. But now with the life expectancy going up, 
that's another reason why having that retirement conversation, having that long-term thinking mindset is so important. And, you know, th these effects also come at a time where, you know, households that are nearing retirement age, uh, they still don't have enough put away. You know, uh, almost half of Americans don't have anything safe from retirement as you look at this chart, whereas only 3.9% have saved $500 or more. So it definitely is a big problem of people uh, not taking the initiative to even put any money in at all. Um, in, in 2019, the median retirement account balance for households between 55 and 64 years old was only 144000 which that amounts to about $570 a month. That really isn't much at all when it comes to uh, supplementing uh, Social Security or other retirement income. So before we get back to the show, I want to tell you all about the awesome product that I'm using, uh, Ledger. They are the largest crypto hardware wallet in the world. Um, they're trusted by over 2 million users worldwide. And the reason why you want to look into a hardware wallet is because you want to own your private keys. If you do not control your own private keys, you do not own your Bitcoin. A public key is when it's on a major exchange. A private key is when it's stored offline and it's on a hardware wallet. Another reason why you want to look into a hard wallet is exchanges have had a history of being hacked. Um, not all, but some. And hardware wallets, they protect against you losing your funds. And the whole system of why Bitcoin was created was for decentralization, for security, where you can be your own bank and where you can be able to move money at ease between other people um, or whether you're moving money off of exchange to your crypto hardware wallet. It gives you the ultimate control as an investor and you want to utilize those, those benefits of being a part of this system of decentralization so if you go into the show notes and go to my affiliate link um you'll be able to look at all of the different products that ledger offers um like i said i have thoroughly enjoyed um, my process of utilizing uh, the hardware wallet and it's the best way to be able to safely secure your crypto um, you know social security was never designed to be uh, a person's only stream of income uh to be uh, it's only there as a minimum amount of income as a supplement but i think so many people in the economy have become become immune to relying on these different programs to cover their monthly income as a whole with the lack of savings uh more people are relying on social security uh, medic uh, medicaid food stamps and just to put this into perspective uh, when it comes to Social Security, there's 70% of those that are unmarried, they receive more than half or more of their income from this program. 50% uh, of married couples, they do as well. And some states have one in three elderly adults uh, that rely on Social Security for more than 90% of their income. So that's big, you know, that just really goes to show how there's a lot of people that rely on this program and maybe too much where there has to be some other streams of income that you're bringing in that you need to bring in as an individual. Now, uh, many baby boomers are also worrying about their pensions being underfunded. Uh, that's a major issue. And that's just really because, you know, there's uncertainty within the market. 
these companies uh, may not have enough assets in their uh, organization within their balance sheet to be able to pay back those liabilities. Um, you know, just all of the, the just market risk um, is some of the reasons of why a pension fund will be underfunded. And just to explain what a pension is, um, pension plans are government-sponsored plans. Um, they're also known as defined, uh, defined benefit plans. And really, like I mentioned, when it comes to the underfunded, it just means that the company's retirement fund, they don't have enough assets on hand to readily pay its current and future commitments. So that's the big issue right now. And, uh, you know, a lot of the investment returns are being dwindled down because we have issues with, you know, just the interest rate hikes that we're going to see throughout 2022. A lot of these pension plans have bonds uh, within those plans and, and bonds are when interest rates go up bond prices go down so that's another risk that people that have these pension plans have to keep in mind with a majority of their pensions in bonds uh, that could you know bring down investment returns now according to Pew uh, Research uh, state plans ended the 2019 fiscal year with an estimated liability of 4.35 trillion and 3.10 trillion in assets, uh, leaving 1.25 trillion funding gap in a funding ratio of 71%. So that's one thing that you can see just right there that there's more liabilities than there are assets, which there's that funding gap of it not being enough funds. Now, I did read on Pure Research that in 2021, after the recovery that we seen from the pandemic, there has been a lot of improvement where that funding ratio has been going up closer to 80% because uh, there's been a lot of good investment uh, market returns uh, when we look at the stock market. But I definitely think the biggest question that is looming is, you know, how the bond exposure and pensions are going to be impacted from these interest rate hikes and everything that we're seeing with inflation uh it has played a tremendous role with our markets and people that are nearing retirement inflation tends to affect them the most because you know the value of their dollar starts to go down they may see more volatility with their retirement portfolio and they have to look at ways of uh, being able to diversify, have exposure in other asset classes, just to be able to save enough money to cover their necessities when they get into retirement, to cover their expenses. So it's still going to be a prevalent issue, but I wanted to talk about some of the solutions right now that's being developed to help solve this uh, retirement problem that we have in America. And actually, the government, they recently passed a bill this year um, called the Strong Retirement Act. And it's really going to put employees in the automatic enrollment with their employer's retirement plan. And one of the biggest challenges that employers have with employees is that they don't contribute to their retirement plans at all. So this bill seeks to address if you're a podcast enthusiast like I am, you probably thought about making a podcast on your own. Creating a podcast is one of the best decisions I've made personally, but it definitely can feel overwhelming when trying to start one on your own. That's where Buzzsprout comes in. Their platform is hands down the easiest and the best way to launch, promote, and track a professional podcast. It's in fact so good 
that they have helped over 100,000 people launch their own podcast. Buzzsprite will get your show on every major podcast directory, such as Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and more within minutes of your recording. You also get a great looking podcast website, detailed analytics to see how people are listening to your podcast, and tools to promote your episodes as well. Plus, Buzzsprout publishes new blog posts, podcast episodes, and YouTube videos every week. So you can learn the ins and outs of podcasting from people that live it every day. To start your own podcast and to get a $20 Amazon gift card, follow the link in the show notes that lets Buzzsprout know that we sent you and help support our show. Buzzsprout, the easiest way to start a podcast. Uh, This issue by making automatic enrollments mandatory uh, for businesses with more than 11 employees. So I think that that's great. You know, uh, putting the employee in the driver's seat and automatically enrolling them into their employer's retirement plan because this has to be a necessity. It cannot be something that you just kind of say, well, you know, I'm just going to kick the can down the road and I'll worry about it when that time gets here. You know, if you don't properly plan, you're going to find yourself like many of Americans that I've described in different households that have to rely on government sponsored programs where they don't have any other streams of income and you become dependent at the will of the government. So I just say all that to say that I think that this is a great opportunity uh, to put employees in the driver's seat and to, um, in a sense, get them a more encouragement of trying to set them up for their future self, help them prepare long term. So, um, also, as many of you, some of you may have heard, some of you may have not, uh, Fidelity is actually going to be giving clients the opportunity to uh, invest in Bitcoin with their 401k accounts. So I think that that's another great solution that is going to help a lot of people have a lower barrier of entry and being able to learn more about Bitcoin and, and being able to get some exposure into another asset class that. Uh, is viewed as a store of value. Um, keep in mind, like I mentioned throughout any of my videos, this is not uh, an offer to sell or buy any of investment. Um, these views are based on my own opinion. Um, but as I have done research on just digital assets um, and looking into Bitcoin, um, I think that it gives people the opportunity to uh, look at a decentralized form of money and having that exposure in an asset class that is uh, going to provide tremendous value um, of, of something that also is used as a, um, a technology use case uh, when it comes to how money is uh, sent across the world. You know, this is going to be a great opportunity for you to get exposure. And I know that this probably won't come to mid-year. Um, so hopefully during summertime, we start to see that that is an option when you look at the list of funds that you can invest in with your retirement plan. I think that there are some uh, solutions out there that are being developed to help solve this retirement uh, crisis that we are experiencing. But as always, thank you all for watching. Uh, continue to like, subscribe, and share this video. Uh, don't forget to hit that notification bell because you'll be notified every week when I drop content. And continue to rate, leave a review, and share with your family and friends. Take care.